When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, weirdos out there in Weirdo Land. We are back for the new year, and the whole band is together. How the heck is everybody? Oh, wow, yes. Happy New Year. First things first, Vicky, how the heck are you feeling? So much better. Okay. So, so much better. You're glowing. You look great. I love your jean jacket. Thank you. I'm a big jean jacket fan, by the way. I don't know if y'all are. Canadian tuxedo? Now, that's different than the jean jacket. It is. The, the Part can- of it. The Canadian tuxedo, I like that look. I like a jean jacket. I like the jeans downstairs. Uh, it People bag on that look. They say, hey, hey, what's up, 1974? You like that blue jean committee look? I love it. Do you know what Mario and Luigi wears? What's that? Denim, denim, denim. Oh, that's funny. Damn. <laughs> so you're going to come here on a Thursday that's known for Denny's Joke Jury and try to out-joke out Denny's? That's good. Wow, Beckett. The ball's on this guy, huh? It was topical. Oh, it was topical. I couldn't resist. Beckett loves jokes, man. Yeah, he low-key loves jokes. Life's too short not to love jokes. I agree. I agree. Have you ever told a joke before and you think it's going to crush and it's the most awkward thing you've ever oh. gone through? That, that sucks. I do that at least five times on the air a day. <laughs> so many times. That's most of my it. jokes. <laughs> <laughs> but sometimes that can become your shtick. You yeah. know? Sometimes there's a charm in that as well. It's roulette. Every once in a while I land on red. Well, I'm glad to have everybody here. We've got a Joe Ponton, a Sweet Denny's, a Ryan Beckett, and a Vicky, and let's get into it. Uh, dear Weird and Whatever, what's up with Jaybird's ghost situation? Could he please list the ghost he's had in his house so far? Now, Vicky, we're going to do a little ghost roll call right now, and I'm going to need your memory to help me. I jotted down the five that have been prevalent since I've moved in this house. Tell me if I'm missing anything, and okay. tell me if anything sounds as if we have not discussed it. Okay. We've got the uh, lady in white, the old-timey. We know about her. We think she is kind of a... Seductive, possessive, possessive, lustful. She's a ghost, but she's also a little horny. We think, Vicky, like 1930s horny. Well, those are your <laughs> words. <Yeah. laughs> she's spinning something and wishful ghosting on your part. These are my fantasies. <laughs> so, that's that's how I, I see her. So like, my my theory is no one was less horny in the 30s. They were just less able to be honest about it, right? Well, I also think back then they don't. I don't. I don't know if they were. They were ready to explore. I'm not saying people weren't doing weird 69 positions and doing all kind of, you know, kinky stuff. 100% they were. But I think it was not as popular because there was a shame for some reason that came. People back in the day were afraid to admit they had any kind of freakish ways whatsoever. Mm. And repressing, I mean, I can give examples that might be controversial, but repressing sexuality makes it worse. You know, like the analogy is the overbearing strict parents always at least not always but often have the kid that goes crazy rebels right because the screws are tightened down way too much it was a different time back then i mean women would have been thought to be the worst person ever to oh i had lustful thoughts about jake down the street right you know i mean vicky if you grew up in the 30s how do you think you'd, you'd handle that 
I'd probably be one of those people sneaking out and doing things on the side. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly. I think a lot of people and nobody would around. suspect me. That's the, I the like best part. I like Undercover bad girl. Yeah. Uh, okay, so we all know about the lady in white. Mm-hmm. She's from the 30s. She's horny. <laughs> okay, uh, the orange Sonic the Hedgehog thing I've talked about. Now, Vicky, you haven't really... Ha- have you picked up on anything like that? I believe we call them... What, what's the term for people who are just now listening when it's kind of those weird kind of... Like creep- elementals. Elementals. Uh, you haven't picked up on that elemental, but you have picked up on some here? Well, I picked up on something that was like kind of small, so that could have been elemental. Uh, when you say you picked up on something, what does that mean? That means I sense the presence around me. Um, you know, usually I'm standing in your vortex, so it's hard for me to feel individual things because the vortex just makes me dizzy and makes me go around like this. Yeah. It's probably why I don't want to do laundry because it's by my laundry room, Denny. <laughs> it's always laundry month around here. Oh, yeah. That's <laughs> the perfect spot to have a vortex. Yeah, it's a good excuse. That's laundry. what I'm saying. I, I uh, Gosh, I just I, I can't figure out the the the... I don't know. I just I always put the, the wrong bleach in the wrong hole. I know that sounds kind of dirty. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a big fan of the fabric softener. <laughs> I love the fabric softener too, Daddies. I really do. Uh, the other ghost, Vicky, we have the tall, lanky, kind of like shadow person kind of a man. Correct. When I first got in here, you remember that. Yes. He still lingers. Yeah. He's the one that I think left that EVP that um, you were, what did, what did it say? Something about kill or something like that. Kill him. It was when you had you were in the room with us doing the EVP session, but it wasn't you speaking. Oh. I, that's who I think left that message. Yeah, it was something along those lines. Yeah. Of kill him or... Yeah, and it was clearly male, and you guys were all outside. The only one who was actually inside was Beckett. Does and that mean they were talking about me? That, well, that's a good question. <laughs> we, think, we think the ghost wants to kill me, but we, we I've got horny ghosts. He... He's new. Maybe he's Could jealous. Yeah. yeah. Do you get a feeling on something like that? Where? Well, I haven't felt him in a, in a while since that night. Yeah, I will say it's been more of activity. So that kind of activity in my house with the, the tall, shadowy person, like lanky kind of looking dude, mm-hmm. that's by the bathroom area over here by the, the studio and lobby area. That's where that would go. and you, you could see that in the corner of your eye and then look, and it would almost kind of walk through a wall right. kind of a thing. The the lady in white, the 1930s horny, <laughs> as we've uh, coined it, she is in the kitchen vortex living room couch kitchen area. Which yep. I, I can show y'all pictures later uh, listening what I'm talking about so I, I don't confuse you. But some of you have seen my house enough to know, to know what I'm talking about. But did that sounds all accurate to you? Right. And where you mentioned the tall, lanky guy, that area is where we got the EVP. That's where the recorder was. Yeah. In that area. That 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 uh, I don't get a great feeling with that one. The the little Sonic the Hedgehog one doesn't freak me out. I kinda like uh nineteen thirties horny. <laughs> that one well, yeah, I wonder. <laughs> Can ghosts be transient? They're just they pass by and then you never see them again. It's just a they can one be, time. Especially thing. with a vortex in your house. Basically, the vortex means, hey, yo, this guy has got a party going yeah. on. Let's see what it was. You guys want to go out tonight? Let's go to Bird's house. I heard it's pretty active. I like it. Uh, the little girl. I have not seen or felt the little girl since you've been here. Okay. She was previous to this. Now, I personally have not felt her here. I can't remember. My memory does not serve me well 
when I first moved in here, I don't think we were doing weird and whatever. And I think that's when Chewy had passed away. The first day that I, I moved in, the last thing I moved in my house was Chewy. And then he, he passed away within 24 hours. So I was severely depressed. That's when I kind of felt the little girl from the old place. And I wonder if you had done a walkthrough at that point. I don't know if you had. I don't think so. I think it was a while before we actually got here. Yeah. And we started doing this again. Okay. And then this is a newer one. The Poke Ghost. <laughs> Sounds, again, kind of sexual. Where's the poking you? Uh, there's something poking me at night waking me up. And it feels like it's, it's somebody kind of tickling me or, or poking my rib area. And it does wake me up. It, it feels like there's a, a presence there. That's newer, Vicky. Okay. And the one that you missed was the one in the corner behind your table, the one that was tilting its head watching. Watching me, right? Well, watching anybody that's around, but typically. <laughs> <laughs> Beckett. Yeah. That one out of all of them, that one sounds the most horrified. Yeah. That that's the one that I'm not sure is human. That's the. Uh, that, it's, that, it could be an elemental. It could be that it's just not letting me know that it is actual human but it's it's very curious he seemed okay though he didn't seem violent or angry more curious than anything else a dude on the internet finding great factoids I don't know about y'all I've learned a lot from Denny's facts I really have bicycle face Always one of my go-to stories at a party I'm glad you always tout the bicycle face <laughs> that story <laughs> it shocked me uh, Sweet Denny's gives us his factoids. Vicky, our educator, she grades him. If she loves it, she gives him an A. If she hates it, she's been known to give the F. Yes. Sweet Denny's. And it's always harsh. Center stage is yours. All right. Let's see here. So we were talking earlier. You mentioned PhDs, and I found this crazy fact. It was from 2018. Uh, anywhere from 40,000 to 45,000 PhDs are given out each year in the U.S. However... Over 50,000 fake PhDs are given out by diploma mills. That means half the people who claim to have a PhD actually have a fake one. Wow. Pretty scary, so it makes you want to definitely take somebody's word. Vicky? <laughs> well, I know somebody working on their PhD, so yeah. we're going to have to come up with some proof. It's well, real. Wouldn't that be something if we found out Beckett was the biggest scammer? <laughs> This was all, he, he He don't work in Wellington. He don't know shit about horses. No. One of my professors <laughs> told us on the first day of class, you guys will all be doctors, you just won't be able to help anyone. <laughs> <laughs> totally deflated our ego on the first day. Damn. I know. That's, I don't know if I like that kind of attitude. <laughs> I think you gotta be a tough ass. Well, that? he was a PhD himself, so. Well, but most PhDs are dicks. They are. Well, <laughs> I, technically I'm getting a DBA. It's a doctor of business in the oh. administration. Oh, so. well, look at that. Well, yeah. I, I love it. Yeah. Yeah, well, that was a C coming in. Damn! Damn. But it's topical. PhD. It's topical because they have a congressman newly elected in New York that lied about everything. Lied about his education. Lied about where he played sports. Lied about, you know, uh, literally everything. It's not like there's a, there's a difference between padding your resume, making your best foot forward, to literally lying about everything. I know a guy. He got married to a... a a woman who said she was this big university, a Florida tennis star and all this stuff. And she's this big, she had all the, all these accolades as a tennis player, but she couldn't play anymore because she got injured. And long story short, she never played tennis. She never went to university of Florida. She, she, she made fake 
diplomas. They got married. He found all this out a year and a half after they got married. He thought all of this was was a real. Th- th- he thought he married this woman, and all of it was a lie. And now he's married to her. What do you do during something like that? Something like that is. That would weird me out to a point where I go, do I even know you? That's diabolical. Well, she yeah. she begged him after. I only did that because I wanted to to get you to like me. Everything else is real. Everything else is real. Please love me. I'm so sorry. They throw themselves on the sword, Vicky. Do you get a divorce after? Everything else is great. Because he even said, he goes, I love her. I, I, I get along. But that part of her life was all a lie right. and she went so deep in on the lie to the point where he would go back with stories she would tell him and she didn't even need to tell those stories well, I've had those problems in a relationship I'm like if you I've told the person I'm in a relationship with if 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 what I'm asking you about is true I can get past it if it's true yeah but if you're lying about lying <laughs> which I'm pretty confident you are it's a big problem because it makes me question everything else I trusted you on, right? It, it, it puts that doubt in there. And if I'm being honest, I have to do sometimes degree checks for employment. And I've been tempted to do it in dating. You, you should always Google who you're... I don't, I don't Google. There's actually a diploma clearinghouse for employers to verify graduation. I agree, and that's even a deeper, specific level. But I, I'm, what I'm saying is, if you would start talking to, in today's day and age, you start talking to somebody, look their ass up. Oh yeah, look so, them up. So I'll trust take a, me. I'll take a step further. I actually through <laughs> through through real estate, I have to do background checks sometimes for like uh, tenant screening, whatever. So I subscribe to a background check thing that is relatively pricey, but it's part of my business. So I've run people through it. I can see traffic tickets. I can see. Past address, phone numbers, everything. You know? Vicky, I'm interested of, of hearing what you th- you get married to a guy and you guys are in love with each other. Same kind of a scenario, but you find out he lied about where he went to college. Even even if it's a, a lie to where it doesn't affect you guys on a intimate level, but it is a big lie he said that is from his past, and he doubled down on it and went in. If you're married, do you think about divorce? Absolutely, because the lie was a manipulation. So if they're willing to manipulate you from day A, mm. it's going to continue. I like that. Even if they throw you, throw themselves on the sword, Vicky, I, I just you're so hot. <laughs> you do all that psychic reading shit. It turns me on. I'm intimidated. I wanted I wanted to be cool. Boo effing hood. <laughs> okay. Vicky, Vicky. <laughs> I think if they fall on their sword, I give them a handicap on it. But but my problem is the the lying about the lying, you know. It that, gets deep. So me and Beckett are a lot of like you throw some tears and you give me a sad story, I'm gonna forgive you. And we, yeah. But if you if I find out you're lying about the fucking sad story and lie, yeah, that's when that's when I'll, I'll get. I think everyone messes up. Now keep in mind, there's different mess ups you can't get past. Yeah. And I, I think when we're, we're getting in a world of I married somebody and they lied to me about something a big part of their life you find out that Jen your wife lies about where she grew up she never lived in New York never lived in New York yeah she just just made some shit up do you get past that I would go why (laughs) and then if there's no real yeah it depends on what the answer is and if there is no answer that's even more horrifying what was that situation I'll probably mix up the celebrities but didn't 
Oh, that one woman pretended to have an accent for a long time, right? Yeah, there was some kind so, of. So I mean, how do you get in these situ? That's like a Seinfeld situation. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Oh how do yeah. You get into one of those. Where you? I mean, now what a life to live. You have to fake an accent. That's so tiring. That's what I, I'm saying. I did that when we played poker for seven hours. I, <laughs> I did not break a British character. I was. So exhausted. That was one of the few times I've slept well. After <laughs> <laughs> when, when everyone left. Everyone left. I just, I just finally the... laid down and go, oh, man, it's good to be me. That's great. <laughs> well, if I'm being honest, I have a little jam. What I do sometimes is I know what I believe to be most or all of the story. When I ask the question, I don't let on that I know the whole thing. You know, because I have to, because if it's, if, it, if it's a big break in trust, I was like, hey, what about X, Y, and Z? And I let off enough line to let them hang themselves. And I'm like, you, that's how I catch people lying about lying. But I'm mm-hmm. like, okay. Because if you only give them a little bit of what you know, then they can manipulate it, right? But if you gave the whole thing, they can say, oh, yeah, blah, 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 blah. But when you only go as far as like covering the white lie and see how far they take it, I know it's probably a little little messed up, but I want to know. I want to know when I'm in a relationship. Mind games with Becky. (laughs) Vicky rolling her eyes. If you're just listening to the audio, Becca told the story. Vicky immediately rolled her eyes in disgust. Uh, Denny's uh, going with your next factoid. (laughs) So we all love our music streaming apps. And actually, the first streaming music app dates back to 1896 uh, to a company called Tell Harmonium. And it played music for subscribers over the telephone. It generated music 24 hours a day. So here's the crazy part. They had to hire musicians to play every shift. Musicians would trade out shifts and create music all day and all night. And some of the earliest adopters of this program were uh, restaurants to have background music so they didn't have to hire bands. I don't watch the way Vicky's vote here, but I fucking loved it. First <laughs> all, it's old school. You can't, every band had to be a real band playing. They Look, would have to play 24 7 around the clock. Me and Denny's talk about it all the time. We live in the day of the soft musician. Oh, yes. Back in the day, you had to sing for your fucking supper. You, had to, you have to have chops to play in front of people and not mess up. We uh we don't live in that time anymore. There there's a we live in a four chord progression mm. and uh, and people for hold. popular music I should say and just memorize your lyrics if you're gonna sing on stage. Yeah. Instead of holding up the phone the whole time, people hold it right in front of their face. They got a microphone. They're holding it right in front of their face. Me and Denny's are going on an old man <laughs> musician rant. He he played uh he played back in New York during vacation. Uh, uh he played out on a stage. For an open mic, and he said, "All these newcomer kids—they all had their lyrics on the." All the you know, kids have iPads right in front of them. Old school. You fucking memorize this shit, and you get on stage, and you crush it. If you sucked, you sucked. You got to get better. Yeah. You do. You just get chops. But it also it just doesn't look aesthetically cool. It, it really it, doesn't. It really makes you look. Well, what looks cooler if Vicky is giving you a psychic uh, reading from from the top of the dome, yeah. or if she's? And by the way, I've had this for a psychic reading where they go, "Okay, Jason, let me type this in now." Where they're looking at computer shit. Imagine if Vicky's doing that. I think you lose credibility when it's not off the top of the dome. Yeah, dude. I can Google. Like, I wouldn't buy a reading from somebody if they're Googling stuff. That's what I was If you went to a, a get a reading and, and they're Googling your reading, that would be insane. Couldn't believe it. You'd be so offended. I hope you are offended, Vicky. And if I you am. want, the, the booth, the rap booth is ready to go. If you want to get and spit some rhymes. Well, you know what? If uh, Saturday Vicky ever comes back, 
Who oh. knows? Oh, we love the Who Saturday, knows? Vicky. We, oh, do, yes. we did the Weird Whatever podcast. We were all here on a Saturday. We all were getting turned. That was a lot of fun. That was a blast. We, 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 uh, we leveled up uh, on a friendship level. That was great stuff. Uh, and by the way, uh, you didn't sway my vote. That's like a C plus. Damn! New year? Not a new Vicky. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so what do you think about this trade? There's a bank in the northern region of Italy called Credito Emiliano, and it has been accepting large wheels of Parmigio Reggiano cheese as collateral for small businesses since 1953. They let you hold collateral with large wheels of cheese. So I looked into that and I go, how much is this cheese worth? There's a giant mafia operation that steals thousands of dollars of cheese from Italy every year and they finally just caught them wow. after 11 years of cheese being stolen from Italy maybe, for, maybe so, this, so weirdly eh, for good about it the Parmigiano <laughs> Reggiano cheese is incredibly valuable in Italy so they'll take it if you're trying to put a loan down on your house or something Okay, because he mentioned the mafia, that pushed him up to it. Well, I had to look up well, I mean, why this cheese would be accepted. I mean, you got mafia, you got cheese. You got like mafia you, cheese. I mean, that's yeah. okay. Uh, but yeah, 11 years, and they finally caught the people that have been stealing. It was $17,000 worth of cheese a year. Well, people love cheese. Cheese is money. It is. It well, really they're is. They're sayings. Get that cheddar, get that cheese, right? Yeah. About <laughs> <That's> money. Right. <laughs> we got to get Beckett in the, in the lyrical booth. You're right. Who knew? You're just speaking what what did you give it, Vicky? You gave it a... I gave it an A. Oh, okay. You're back, kid. That's all right. All You're right. back. Keep that momentum. Right. Felt like it explains why I paid $12 for that block of... Parmesan Reggiano the other day. Cheese is on the uprise. I know it's very hacked to talk about how everything is expensive, but y'all, cheese is fucking crazy. Uh, you guys ever wonder why dressing rooms suck so bad? Do you guys like using dressing rooms? No, or do you no. ever use a dressing room? They're, they're about as appealing as a hospital room. Well, so they're actually designed to be like that. The dressing rooms are designed to use curtains or half doors so that customers are extra aware of people's presence, thus pressuring them subconsciously to pick up items quickly. Mm. It's a psychological thing. Hmm. Weird, right? It is weird, and I wonder how truthful that is. You're it, right. Is that someone trying to sound cool, or is that just they make shitty dressing rooms? Well, so, I mean, probably present-day 2023 dressing rooms. I don't know if things have changed or the Internet's changed it. But the old-school dressing rooms were pretty atrocious, and they said it was a psychological study that when people felt hurried, they were more likely to grab things yeah. impulsively or have just accept it instead of returning it. You ever make whoopee in a, in a dressing room? No, because they're so unappealing to be in. I, <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that curtain isn't stopping anything. Beckett? No, no dressing room. Vicky? No, I always thought that those mirrors were two-way mirrors. <laughs> <laughs> that, I feel that that's a place where somebody would hide a camera. Ponton? Ponton's hit it in a dressing oh. room. Damn. Oh. I, I can say I've never I'm not hit in, it. I'm not into the public thing. We know. <laughs> <laughs> I just can't get into it. I get too much anxiety. If you knew, you Somebody's know, if, if you knew 11 weird and what, whatever uh, pot, uh, people are watching, you, you wouldn't be able to do it. If you, knew, if, if, you, if you found 11 weird and whatever people that listen to the program were walking by the beach as you were getting out, would you be mortified? And if they go, holy shit, that's Beckett. Look at that ass. If two strangers were walking by, I'd be horrified. Wow. Oh. Wow. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not a big public guy. I dated a couple girls that were like real into like the, the getting caught thing, which seems to be like a reoccurring thing. But it's probably more about 
I don't think they want to get caught. It's more of the idea of getting mm, caught. Yes. I, I, I don't think they. I think they'd be probably. Oh my god. But but here's the problem: to effectively get the idea of getting caught, there has to be a chance of getting caught, right? Like yeah. so, that's the problem. That's the problem. Like we shower, dressing room, house. There's plenty of places to go. Are you getting turned on, Denny's? A little bit. <laughs> <laughs> Give us another one, Denny's. Uh, so this is just random. Uh, if you're storing cottage cheese or sour cream in your refrigerator, you can extend its shelf life by storing it upside down. When you store it upside down, it creates a vacuum inside, and that vacuum stifles the growth of bacteria known to spoil food. So you can actually get a couple extra days out of your uh, sour cream. Interesting enough, I just learned that because I'm beating myself up on the boat, and that's what the guys told me about the paint. You flip it over, and the paint stays longer because it helps the seal it. Sucks yeah, yeah, the air, yeah, yeah. Nature abhors a vacuum. Vicky, I can see you struggling. <laughs> All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. You kind of like, eye roll? <laughs> you kind you kind of like Denny's fact, but you also go, did he? Did he? But it's not like is, a, is it too many cheese? Qu- it's facts? not like on the par that he should. That's not that random of a fact. It's like he was hungry when he did the facts this week. All right, because we got go sour that. cream, we got parmesan, and that's more like Denny's helpful hints. They're Instead like, of random facts. They're all chip flavors. By the way, I don't hate that segment, <laughs> Denny's Helpful Hints. All right, right. <laughs> we'll split this thing into Helpful Hints, Random Facts. Denny's, great job, all my right, man. I, 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 you made me hungry, my friend. Another cheese fact? No, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Oh, let's bring a Joe Ponton to the stage. Joe Ponton. Let's shake, <laughs> shake that ass. To the main stage. Joe Ponton. Joe Ponton is our man on the street. He likes to keep his ear to the ground and his dick to the... Hound. I, 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 <laughs> I couldn't think of I, I, I went all in and I, I shouldn't have. I, I, I know what I was it's saying. It's been a while since we've hung out. Uh, so you've been on the beach and we've been talking about a little backstory here. I got a, a message from somebody I know. They go, hey, Bird, there is a pink dolphin that is, is in Juno. I've seen it twice now. Nobody believes me because if you look up the pink dolphin, it's, it's, it's an Amazon uh, dolphin. It's it's not here in Florida. It, it's such a rarity, such a rarity for it to be in Florida. And I talked about it on the air. Nobody said anything. Goes nobody believes me. Everyone thinks I'm lying. And then he goes a, fr- a step further and says, "Also, this pink dolphin is missing an eye." So it's a one-eyed pink dolphin in Juno Beach. He's seen it twice. He goes, it sounds like I'm lying. Pink dolphin alone sounds like I'm lying. Now it's missing an eye. Uh, you've been on the beach looking for this one-eyed pink dolphin. Yeah. Have I've actually... F- Sorry, please. Yeah, no. <clears throat> Did you find the one-eyed pink dolphin? Haven't seen it myself. However, I actually interviewed three people today. One of them is uh, Captain Howard Tuttle. He's the captain of the Redbeard uh, Fishing Charter. He said that there has been... A few times spotted a pink dolphin in one of these pods 
there, there's a huge pods of dolphins that are all kind of coming north south they're just migrating around this area and we've even had the right whale uh, locally seen for the first time since 78 but this pink dolphin has been seen by more than one person I he says it's super pink we're talking and for lack of better terms back at Coochie pink. <laughs> so I had two different people also send me a video, but they can't confirm that it's one that's local. I hear now anybody talking about how it's missing an eye. Any reports about that? That's to me the he, that's he, the clincher. That's the clincher. That's that's the smoking eye. N- no conf- confirmations of a single eye. Well, pun intended. Keep an eye out for I that. Will. <laughs> I'll keep the good one out. For yeah. Me. Anything else that you've seen on the beaches, on the shoreline, we here in South Florida need to be on the lookout for? You know, we, we had a pretty awesome uh, uh, meteor shower. It was unfortunately during the, the full moon, um, but it was the quadrinids. It's a very old uh, comet that came by. We, we kind of went through that tail. Um, the, the, the beach has performed beautifully lately. Uh, great white shark teeth. Washing up ashore, there's still a, a turtle that's over near Cato's Bridge, and uh, and this this uh, whale that's the first time since 1978 with its baby has been off Juno's shore for about a week now, and uh, it's just spectacular. Every time you go, it's something new and, and awesome. Here's my question: No penises, no, no 69ing. No, no. <laughs> Here's my question: Do you want to play a game? Let's dance. Okay, Beckett, give me an accent. Something you want to, something sexy you think Ponton could pull off. I can't do accents. No, no, not you. Not you. You're picking, you're picking, you get to lay back and kind of watch him strut his shit right now. I'm going to need another shot. (laughs) Get uh, something sexy you think Ponton can pull off. I want to do a little exercise with him because these are the kind of, these are the kind of uh, skills you're going to need sometimes on the street to get information. You're going to have to kind of, Morph into detective mode. I'm going to go undercover mode. So, so I won't go too tough, and I'll go because he's salt and pepper, and I think he can pull off the distinguished, educated British. Okay, British. And now, Vicky, do you want to hear him in 30 seconds? He's got 30 seconds. I need somebody with a clock. 30 seconds. He has to make either the pink dolphin, the shark tooth that he found, or the baby whale scenario. Sexy. And 30 seconds with the accent. Denny's, uh, if you don't mind, Denny's, can you please show the camera or the... Baby whale. You want the baby whale on the mom to make it? It's the hardest one. Pink dolphin's the easiest one, by the way. It was my pick. I know. I I love it. You got 30 seconds. I got 30 seconds to queue up. 30 seconds in a British accent to talk about the baby whale scenario to the people. Educate them, but make it sexy and go. The baby oh, not as a baby no, whale voice. British, British, British. Sorry, uh, <laughs> I was hey, doing a, uh, Danny, a British baby whale. Let's, we gotta start, gotta start. This is uh, and three, two, one. British. So this whale came down from the north for the first time in a long time, and what they're doing is they're nesting, so the baby can have an easy place for it to relax and have a little breastfeeding because it breastfeeds about three times Ma- a day. Make it sexy. First, uh, that breastfeeding is going to happen nice and Fifteen seconds left, make it sexy. On the nipple, really working the rim of it. Vicky, stop laughing, motherfucker. <laughs> 30 seconds, bud. Keep going, baby. <laughs> so then it goes down and it comes back up and nuzzles on the mama. Okay, we're done. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
Thanks, Bird. That's very, appreciate you, brother. That's very, that's, no, that's, that's good. Great. That is great. You kind of turned into a you kind of turned into Bill Cosby there. <laughs> British Cosby and the pudding pops. <laughs> well done, Mr. Ponton. Thanks, brother. Um, if you can uh, next time, bring some props in to show on the camera. I, I know oh. you uh, you bring some. I know you have some stuff. I actually found a meteorite just uh, yesterday. You know for a fact it's a meteorite. I've sent something meteorite. to NASA. I'm sorry. You found a meteorite on the ground at the beach. I did. I can grab my phone and show you what it looks like, but it would be in the camera. Yeah, I meant to bring good. it today. Bring, bring it in next week as a, a legit thing. You so, know for a fact it's a meteorite. It's a ta- uh, uh, tick tack meteorite. Tick tock, tick tack, something like that. A meteorite uh, confirmed with uh, against like 17 different ones. How the burn patterns on the entry patterns and everything pretty cool it is very cool and it looks totally different than any other rock i've ever found well a lot of times too they say there's certain uh elements or minerals in a meteorite that we don't have here on earth that you know some believe <coughs> that it's made some certain things here on the down low it's real sparkly on one side and you can see the burns and then it kind of has little gold flakes and it's really pretty when it make it sexy if it's, <laughs> if, if, it looks like <laughs> if it's a rock that could kill someone i wonder if anyone died from oh, a they, meteor fragment i i don't know for a fact but i would there's definitely cases of where meteorites have fucked up some shit the oh beginning yeah. of Arma- armageddon <laughs> That dog and that guy. Thank God for Bruce Willis. Mr. Potter. <laughs> Good thank seeing you guys. Thank you very much. Thank you. Uh, I do want to play a little clip. I know we are animal lovers here on the show. I think this is kind of a sweet little thing. It, it's a sad situation, but it's uh, something they're doing when, you know, the elderly have their pets. They pass away. And a lot of times that's all they have. You know, there's, there's one person you know, their, their mates died off and the pet, the pet is what gets them through it. And they worry when they know their end is coming and the pet's not going to be taken care of. So there's this, uh, this charity that they're doing. I'll let her speak upon it. She explains it very well. Uh, which, which it's about the, it's the, uh, the, the cat stuff. I got that. I only have the lucky. Yeah, that's, oh no, we don't have it. Dag nabbit. I apologize. No, it's, it's my fault. I'm going to send it to you really quick. Uh, Beckett, stretch. <laughs> I can stretch. So, so go, uh, go ahead, Vicky. I can stretch. My daughter works at the Greater Miami Shelter, and we are currently fostering a 10-week-old Boston who um, has spina bifida, so um, he can't use his back legs too well, and he's incontinent. But he's the absolute cutest thing, and he gets neutered on Friday, and then he will be put up for adoption. It's appointment only. And he is the absolute, it doesn't prevent him from getting around. He runs from one end of the house to the other, and he's the absolute cutest thing. So if anybody is looking to adopt a handicapped pet, then go to the Greater Miami Animal Shelter. I love it. Very nice. Beckett, you had something you wanted to say? Yeah, so my stepmom owns a doggy daycare boarding facility in Stewart. And I was trying to look up what it's called, but she has a program. That whether someone passes away that's elderly or someone has to go to rehab or someone has a tragic accident, they actually, like, you pay a nominal fee per month and they're on retainer where, God forbid, that situation happens, they come get the dog. Yeah, there's a... take care of it. I get it. If, If you don't love animals or you've never been around animals, I understand how you don't understand, you know, but if you are an animal lover and you've, it, that's your, the, the creature you've been caring for, I can see how that would give you massive anxiety. 
as the elderly because that's that's your that's your kid at that point that's what you're living for and that, that it hurts my heart a bit but this is what they're, they're talking about right here that's how sad it is that a lot of people are so concerned about what will happen to their cats when they go so Lee and I worked out this program which I we named forever friends and I got a small grant from the Maine Community Foundation to finance it we agree that if anything happens to the senior that we will take the cat back to the shelter and find another home for it and it has been very successful and really really heartwarming to work with these people i love it fantastic it makes makes me question what i do you know like when people find something that is so fulfilling Mm -hmm. like that and is helping so many people it makes me question what I do for a career. Like that's, well, at that point, that's it's, amazing. It's not about dollars. It, it's about you. You have a purpose in life. That the woman that was just talking, she she gets up. She's got legit purpose that drives her. She's mm-hmm. helping, you know, the animals. She's helping the elderly, and that to me is, is a rich way of living yeah. from a certain point of view. A thousand percent. Couldn't mm-hmm. agree more. Uh, here's an email from the good people. Bird, please talk about lucky girl syndrome. I am anxious to see what you think of this woman t- uh, talking about this. It's kind of like the modern day secret, Mary Lou and Wellington. Here's the, the TikToker talking about the lucky girl syndrome. And if I could, can somebody give me a like count in the clip? <laughs> All right, firing it up. I genuinely consider myself one of the luckiest people I know. Like, I get the most insane opportunities thrown at me out of nowhere. There's literally no better way to explain it than, like, it feels like the odds are completely in my favor. And the thing is, it wasn't until I genuinely believed that great things just happened to me out of nowhere that things literally started flying at my face. Like, I'm not kidding. And I wouldn't even call this, like, toxic positivity because I genuinely believe that, like, the best things just happened to me. I only got three. I had four. But. I had, okay, four. I had two literallys and four likes. So literallys almost were at the like level. I literally had two literallys. Yes. <laughs> I, I literally Beck, did. Beck is shaking his head over. <laughs> so what do you think about that? Somebody just saying every time. Beck, it's, it's such a pet peeve. Beckett, when, you, when I played that clip, you had a physical reaction. Explain. I, I, I've been on dates. I have friends with the girls like that. And the literally, the like, you know, all of that stuff is just too much to handle. Vicky, what are your thoughts? Literally. I want a throat puncher. <laughs> <laughs> literally. Oh. So I feel like she's basically talking about this positive thinking and the secret, all that shit. Here's my pet peeve, literally, with TikTok. All of these fucks act like they just discovered, hey guys, look at this. So you guys know what ketchup is? It goes on french fries and it's delicious. It's red, it's salty, ketchup. Yeah, I know about ketchup. I know about positive thinking. It, 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 they act like it's new. And they, they, they really do. And people are like, oh, I cannot believe this is fucking blowing my mind, ketchup. It's, it's crazy to me, Beckett. TikTok voice is rough too. What do you mean, Denny's? Here's the thing. <laughs> Beckett, I literally, I mean, come on, Beckett. Like, come on, Beckett. It's its own dialect. Oh, I just, uh, I am old. So you know what's interesting? <laughs> what I think about, as much as I want to throat punch the person that did it, it's the fact that it gets... I know! It, it, it's, it's not so much that person, as much as that's crazy yeah, to say. I know! It's the people that Go make girl. It, legitimize it. Go, girl, you're right! Yeah. 
nailing it. Give it the likes. Give it. Give it the repost. Like play oh. it on a podcast. Modern oh age. <laughs> play it on a podcast to rip on it and Vicky. talk about it. Right. Get more views for it. Look, Vicky, it's all content. Every fucking piece of it. It is. We just recycle everything. <laughs> but I'm glad you guys got the same annoying feeling I did. But I do want to morph into a po- the the conversation about positive thinking. And if you really do have a goal on something and you're passionate, we're talking genuine passion. I'm such a believer. If, if you are passionate about something and you stay with it and you're trying to attain a goal, I always believe you can get a version of a win. Mm-hmm. It may not be the end all be all best, but you, you can go to bed at night going, I went, I fought, I, I, I went to the mattresses, I fought hard and um, I'm there. Am I off on that? No, you're not off. It's grit. Like I told you this before, the most one of the most watched TED Talks of all time uh, studied. They had a study of success, and they looked at money, IQ, like all of the different things that you could think of that would help someone be successful, whether it's in academia or business or relationships. The number one corollary factor was grit. Right. So whether you got a Ph.D. or whether you reach the NFL or Major League Baseball or whatever the case may be, the number one corollary factor to your point is grit. They always say that the people that really are and success is always kind of a such a weird term to say, because what success for me is going to be different for a Denny's or for a Beckett, for a Vicky, for a Ponton. But they say the reason why most people are really successful, you go, how the fuck are they? They're able, it's not that they're not human and they don't get depressed and they don't get anxiety and they don't take things hard. They're able to push it aside and get back on the horse very quickly and keep it moving, baby. Yeah. I think a lot, mo- majority of people, I think when they get their feelings hurt, when something goes wrong, they're emotionally hurt. They have a tough time getting through that. And I, that's not a, I'm one of those people at times. I just think the key is to be able to not feel all that. But to still be able to crush it while you're while you are struggling, and I think that is a hard thing for majority of people to do. Look, I get it. If you're emotionally dealing with something, it's hard to want to go to the gym. It's hard to want to write a song sometimes, or do mm. whatever you you whatever you do that makes you in that peaceful, passionate state. It's it's a hard thing for a lot of people. Yeah, I think uh, Michael Jordan got cut from his JV basketball team. He could have given up. Right there. Now the MVP trophy, I think, is named after him, right? And I don't know if he came up with it. Someone else did. You know, the person that's successful is the guy that falls down 29 times. Why's he got to be a guy, Beck? Gets 20, up th- 20, 23. What, Vicky can't get up and get back up? The female or the male <laughs> that gets that falls down 29 times, he gets up 30. This sexist prick. <laughs> <laughs> Literally. <laughs> that is true, though. It's usually somebody who had something happen to them, whether they got embarrassed or they didn't fulfill what they thought they would. That that person, I guess it is a recipe for grit if you're young. And- the most successful clients, friends that I have weren't Silver Spoon, didn't have a trust fund. Um, I'm running through them in my head right now because I've thought about this before. They had They had tough situations. They had tough situations, whether it was their childhood or or business situations. The most sex- successful people that I know, they had a tough road. And, you know, the people that had the easy road, like the red carpet metaphorically rolled out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, not Vic- really. Vicky, do we have a grit deficiency in, in the world right now, in your opinion? I mean, we, we grew up in the time where... 
if you didn't work 60 or 40 hours or 50 hours while you were sick, you, you were made to feel guilty and like you're a bad person. If I missed baseball practice because I was sick, you, you start to think I'm letting my team down. That was a different time than we're living in now. It's almost kind of gone the other way where I've got the sniffles. Mm-hmm. My pussy Just hurts. Stay home. Yeah. Yeah. People aren't willing to do the work anymore. They you, want, you really feel that? They want everything just to happen like that. Just like I can't if I were to interview every fifth grader, eighty percent of them, their goal in life is to be a, a famous YouTuber. Okay? <laughs> so they think that they're gonna get instant success, instant fame, and instant money. Now, Denny's, we always look through things through our childhood, our youth, everything we're talking about right now. Is it are we going in the wrong direction <clears throat> with all that? Or is that just Haters being haters because we're older, because it's all, it's all about what you want, the strategy. What do you want at the end of the day? Do, do you want to be uh, a species where we're all connected and we're talking with each mm-hmm. other, or do we want to make things convenient? Are we just hating because we're older, or is there something to what we're saying? Uh, it's probably just because it's different. I think each generation hits the extreme of what they can handle as far as change goes. I think humans are resistant to change. Uh, I think some are more flexible than others, but yeah, at the end of your lifetime, you're probably going to start getting to an era where things have changed that much to where it's not reminiscent anymore. You, you wonder if every human goes through, I just, I just see it with people who get older. They always hate about pretty much everything. For sure. The 20, generation of the, the, the people that are doing 20 years before or after them. TV's going to rot your brain. I, man, the more I... I, I've been. It's so weird you bring that up. I'm starting to realize how much just the the, the television, not the internet. You know how I feel about the internet mm-hmm. and social media. The television, it does get you from doing things you need to do in life. I'm talking about not your regular keep the lights on kind of yeah, stuff. Yeah, That's yeah, yeah. We all do that to survive. But I'm talking about those passion projects you want, the things you want to do that you know makes much easier. makes you better, level you up as a, a person. You don't do them because you are distracted by the box. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, that's words to live by for sure. But I not that box. <laughs> <laughs> but but Sorry, I heard. I, I, sorry. <laughs> I, I heard a motivational speaker, and it, it it comes back into my brain. He said, "You have to think about in life what side of the glass do you want to be on." And he was talking about TV, right? Do yeah. you want? Yeah. Do you want to be on the voyeur side? Or do you want to be the one that's doing things that people want to watch? It's it's more of a, just a cautionary tale just to bring up. And I got nothing against anybody or any time you want to sit and just veg out on front of the TV. My problem is there's times if I do that, there's a guilt that comes with it that I'm not... I'm not practicing my scales on the mm-hmm. guitar. I could be doing other productive things in my life. Absolutely. I know. Now, I think there's a time to not do the the, mm. the practicing of the guitar or the working on and the show. Two veg. Two veg. And everything's about fucking balance, man. Yeah, it's a balance. It's the most annoying word that it I is. deal with in my life. <laughs> but the TV makes balance hard. It it will it, it's it's an influence that makes it's kinda like that that pie. That's right on your bed stand looking right. at you saying, don't go to bed yet. Eat that fucking pie. But it's, you, a, it's a weird example. You, Why was that pie next to your bed? Because <laughs> I was fucking it. <laughs> 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 well, well all, things, all, th- all things aren't equal because you could watch Housewives of Orange County or you're going to watch a PBS special mm-hmm. on the Civil War 
right? But by Ken Burns. There's a very different uh, – you could have a few glasses of wine with your buddies and, and bond and have a great story, or you can take a bottle of JMO in your closet and go down the deep end. But every every this or that that Beckett just listed, Vicky, is there is there a right or wrong to that? Is there a right or wrong or to drink, over-drinking or to not drinking? It all depends on what your credo is and what's going on. That's there, right. The whole right or wrong thing with morals – Barring the terrible stuff, we all know what those are. But barring that, it's an odd thing of what people morally condemn and what they don't. Vicky, thoughts? Right. I mean, I think as long as it doesn't interfere with the bank's functioning of your life. For me, you talk about the TV. I watch TV once a week. Really? I indulge. KVJ show? No. (laughs) (laughs) That's for that five-minute ride to school in the morning. Um, I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> so my house is cleaned, all the laundry's done, and every Sunday I indulge in reality TV. Nice. And yeah. I have a friend that comes over, we order lunch, or I cook lunch, and we watch Love After Lockup, 90 Day Fiance franchise, Sister Wives, any of those kind of things. I get it. And that's I what we do, one it. day a week. I get it. But again, it doesn't affect the functioning of my life because my house is clean, all pay. my chores are done, I don't work that day. And, and I don't want people to get it twisted, too. If you love watching TV, I think that's awesome. I'm just saying, I get comments all the time where, where people go, I'm not getting this done, I'm not getting that done. And, and the television, the internet, all of that is is a definitely a cock block of legit things you want to get done on a personal level, on a spiritual level, where you go to bed at night going, man, I feel good I did that. I don't know if I ever go, oh man, I just watched two hours of Big Brother. I feel great about myself. I'm so awesome. <laughs> I did yeah, feel like that after stuff. Top Gun Maverick. Well, that's different because that's an inspirational. That that, that makes you want to. It was it's great. Like, that's a fuck yeah movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, Karate yeah. Kid's a fuck yeah movie. But I I took the bright line with my friends. We had beers. It was like a cool moment yeah. with my six friends. You know, I I hadn't seen it since yeah, when yeah. did the first one come out? Nineteen eighty six. Yeah, or something like that. It was fantastic. It, it's weird. Those, especially the older you get, I think we do get an autopilot. We worry a lot as a species, and we don't have enough. And I'm, I'm again, I'm being general with my uh, my. Some people get it and they they understand it, but you bring up even just a small thing about going to Top Gun with your boys, having some drinks. You're gonna remember that. I, I remember going to the Star Wars movie that I hated so much. I went with two of my childhood friends. We hated the movie. We walked out of the movie. None of us could even talk because we'd go. <laughs> but we laugh about that because that was a moment, right? Small moment as it, it be. That was a few years ago. We still talk about that. Yeah. It, it, sometimes the small moments is what what kind of makes the whole thing. One hundred percent. And and you know you find your friends right, like in terms of like what you guys like and are interested in. But what I find is that a lot of my friends, when we're making a decision, like it'll be a really good story, <laughs> you know. And yeah. that, that's kind of a litmus test because. You know, I, I, I said this uh, to one of my buddies the other day. I'm like, 
if you're not going to live life and do things like I also because you said balance. I don't want to just go to work nine to five and put my head down. There's no U-Hauls in a funeral, mm-hmm. right? Like I'm not like <laughs> I don't want to like just collect my acorns and Never. and whatever. Like you gotta you gotta enjoy life. Like I'm upside down in my sailboat trying to like it's an old crappy sailboat that I'm trying to make right, and I'm so frustrated. And I had to like spend a little money on it, and I'm like, but you know, I can get my buddies out on it. I can take my parents out. I can go to Peanut Island and. It's all worth it. It's well, all yeah, worth it. It's the experience. When you change the way you look at things, the things you look at change. It's all perspective. Oh, I like that. It's all perspective. You said that last time I said that. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. I'm gonna keep. I'm gonna keep saying it. <laughs> every week. <laughs> By the way, that's not my quote. I'll drink less Jamo next time you that, say it. No. I, look, this is what the weird one ever is about. I, I like it. Yeah, getting loose, talking about our feelings, talking about weird shit, all of it. I, I like talking about. Uh, you know, aliens and Bigfoot and all that stuff. But I also like talking about mental health and just th- just thoughts, H- how we all we're all different. We're all we're all struggling with something. 100%. And mm-hmm. it's something that we without a doubt, we all forget because we all have an ego. Every one of us has an ego. So if someone pisses you off, you instantly get defensive. And I get it. I'm the same exact way. But when you get quiet, you get in solitude, you get silent, you realize that. We're all just fucking flawed, and yep. we're all struggling. Yeah, that's uh, a, on some level. Yeah, that's the best thing ever. I mean, if the five of us, which have similar and different personalities, have anything that connects with the audience in different ways, that's weird and whatever. Right? It is. Yeah, it is. Yeah. It's it, it's weird and whatever. Yeah, whatever. What the fuck we want to talk about? I love it. We also got to make sure too. We're pumping up. Denny's got a big thing going on in his life. He's having a baby, y'all. Yeah. How are you doing with all that? You're you're, you're now in month four. With Jen, right? Roughly? Yeah, we're uh, a little over halfway through the process. I mean, you're starting to see the showing, yes. uh, which is cool. So it's a little bit more, you know, real. It's, it will be, yeah. Helps. The can, optics are there, baby. And you can, feel, you can see the growing and the, you can feel the bumping already. It's pretty wild. Well, they got a baby room set up. I mean, the, when I say the optics, it's we're, 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 in, uh, we're starting to get to the home stretch. And May, when the babies do, is going to be here. Oh, so fucking Very quickly, quick. So. But how are you doing personally on your own mental thoughts? I'm excited for it. I mean, it's kind of cool. Again, uh, kind of like those cats uh, for that the elderly people that they find a home for. It gives you a purpose, something to do. It's kind of fun to build a room and yeah, create man. something new. I think the audience probably has a perspective of me as being a pervert. But at the bottom, at the end of the day, like down deep down below is a old soul, hopeless romantic. And what Denny's is going through, I think, is so special. Oh, it right? is. It you know? is. It is. It, 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 it's a big thing. It's so, so special. And I, I hope to be in his position one day. Well, I, I ask these Obviously, questions. Be, oh, come on, dog. With your rad cock, you're good. <laughs> uh, you, uh, I just know how. <laughs> I know how. I, I am. You get an eye roll. You got to look away. <laughs> <laughs> look, I'm trying to build my team up. I want to build people up. I love it. <laughs> I just know how I am. I I think about everything. Mm-hmm. I I mean, if I if I put a pizza in the oven, I'm I'm thinking about it. A baby. It, I mean, this is this is a big deal. So yeah. I know around month four, month five, shit, every month. But every month that it grows closer, I would start to really. I ask you this because I know how I would be. I would mm-hmm. feel myself gearing up to change slightly because I know there's a change coming. Mm-hmm. Are you feeling that in your own personality or in your own spirit? Yeah. Uh, so the weird thing, I guess, is anytime I get a, 
I guess when I moved in with Jen, I got cats. I yeah. didn't really necessarily want cats, but I got cats. And then I kind of got used to having cats and taking care of them. And then we got a dog. And same type of thing. It was very overwhelming at first. I was like, oh, this dog's a pain in the butt. <laughs> but then, you know, you you develop a rhythm, and then it becomes part of your life. And yeah. you, then you start enjoying it because you now know how to Then you can't imagine it. your life without it. They crawl into your fucking heart, uh, yeah. man. And it, then it all changes. It so, just it, it, it knocks those walls down, so which is I'm scary. So following in the same pattern, I imagine it's going to be very much the same. It's going to be a lot of stress, a lot of worry. And then as you start grasping how the situation works and how you start seeing repeat patterns, you start seeing how things work. Then you can start actually enjoying it a little bit more. Definitely, right? you kind of lose a little bit of the. I think we all agree, Denny's and Jen are gonna crush it. Hundred percent. Oh my god, hundred and ten percent. So, so I, I I have a couple friends. One in particular, Playboy, never wanted kids, had a daughter, and the marriage didn't work out. But he told me, he goes, "Listen, Ryan, this little girl is the best thing I've ever done in my life. Yeah, it's the best thing I've ever done in my life." And he was nervous. He didn't want to go forward with it in the beginning, and 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 it's now it's six seven years later. It is now he wants to have another one. Yeah, you know. Yeah, and no, it, I get it. Well, well, look, when my my dad came from Texas, we have a busy schedule, man. We we really do. I'm not saying that to I don't know sound cool. We just have a lot <laughs> of shit to constantly always do. I did not want a dog. I didn't think I needed a dog. Didn't want mm -hmm. a dog. My dad brought Chewy over. And I fell in love with him within a week, and my whole life changed. Yeah. To your point, so it does happen like yeah. that. You don't, you're not expecting it. It happens, baby. And and Denny's isn't. It wasn't like a one night stand. Obviously, like he's doing this with someone he loves, right? And 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 they got to have fun and produce something that will be one of the best things that have ever happened to them in their life. That's beautiful. I don't say this about a lot of people when it comes to couples and they should be together. They're the one couple I go, they belong together. Yeah. That, that's where marriage, without a doubt, works. Yeah. Dennis hates compliments, by the way. Everyone tell how great <laughs> of a producer he is. Uh, He's a great guitar player. <laughs> we can move on. We'll move on. <laughs> <laughs> you get an A. You get an A. You get an A for us from life. You get an A, kid. You get an A. We love you. Uh, so now let's uh, change. And, uh, it's getting kind of late, huh? So we don't have time for would you rather. Vicky? I'm good. I'm good. Let's Vicky, as long as he doesn't ask for clarification, <laughs> we can get through it. Okay, yeah. that's fair. Wait, you like clarification? You don't like that he changes the rules? Well, that's why I tell you, don't bother to engage uh, with okay, him because you know, then he changes the rules. Because you know, enough. when you engage, that. That becomes the rage. Just, just yeah. an answer. Just answer. Don't question it. Just okay, answer. Okay, Focus. Okay, okay. It always, it's always the worst case. All right, all right, all right, all right. Would you rather <laughs> never have sex or masturbate ever again? And no. I know this one hits hard for Becky. No. Or, Whatever it is. No. Or every time you have sex, you crap yourself terribly. And that also goes for masturbating. We're talking Beckett. Got a foin, honey. She's She's fly. Best sex ever, and then you come and. But the other ones, you can't have sex ever. Well, that's the you're uh, either so obviously diarrhea. Really? Yeah. Oh my! I don't know. You get a yeah. reputation in this town. Horses for courses. You can find a girl <laughs> that likes that. Okay. Well, okay. He goes. Sorry, I didn't give a loophole. Horses and courses. <laughs> You'll find a way. Because the other option is nothing. 
you get you, you can't, get so much stuff done. Though, you can't even you, you get a bone piece. You can't even touch it. You can't even touch it, Beckett. Yeah, so you're going you're, diarrhea. You're going straight up. Okay, uh, Denny's. I guess you have to do diarrhea. Right? Gosh, man, the poor woman that you're involved with, poor Jen. How about the girl you can't have sex with? Uh, that, well, at least you you don't just you don't date at that point. Could you cut a hole in a diaper? Just wearing depends. I mean, that's hot. You're wearing depends. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> but that's you know, that's what we're talking about. That's the kind of trade-offs we got to make here. So what do you go with, sweet daddies? I'll, I'll probably do the diaper. <laughs> you have to do the diaper. Vicky, what do you go? No sex. <laughs> no sex? Oh, really? Wow. You still get the urges, though. It sucks. Pauton. When you owe, you go. When you owe, you go. <laughs> He's going diarrhea. Okay. I. Gosh, man. Beckett. Beckett, you diarrhea. Beckett turned me because you're right. You can find a girl that's into it mm-hmm. or a person that's into mm-hmm. it. All right. Wow. Very eye-opening. Would you rather only eat human flesh for the rest of your life? That's all you get to eat. That's it. Denny's. You're hungry. Oh, flesh, flesh. pockets. Right. Flesh right. pockets. <laughs> or flesh pockets. you lose your tongue by having it cut off with a sword by a madman. Oh, flesh pockets all day. I'd eat flesh. You would eat, so every day you are knowing you're eating. Oh, there's a forearm. Oh, there's a buttock. <laughs> yeah, I get over it. Beckett said I have my tongue cut. You're off. eating flesh. I'm a vegetarian. I'm going flesh. Wow. Tongue cut off by a man is awful. Only half of the tongue, so you can still. Mm, you can get to that. I lose a lot of the articulation. You can get to that. Yeah, you're gonna get a lot of mad people if I lose my tongue. <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> I think it's insured. And there goes the speakers. <laughs> well, I think that number dwindles since you're shitting yourself every time. Uh, <laughs> oh, you have to who, switch. Who wants a 69 with shit, shit pants? Shit pants back? Yeah, 69's <laughs> out of the question at that point. You're right. You'd have to make changes. Yeah. I don't know if you could 69 if you're... No, you would. You couldn't. Would, oh, my gosh. Even, it depends. I wouldn't even <laughs> dance in those flames. You wouldn't dance in the side. 69 is such, such a pitch for some people. Well, if I'm wearing a diaper, I doubt that's even going to get brought up, right? <laughs> that's just not even going to get... You can cut a hole in the diaper. I Well, that's the... Well, I clearly. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted Vicky, to make sure that's still works. Are you losing your tongue? Or are you eating human flesh? It probably tastes like pork rinds. I so think it, I'm going with human flesh. So just so you know, you can't have any seasoning. That's fine. I dehumidify it. it. It's, it's all raw. So you cut it and you got to eat it raw, as you guys know. You guys knew that, it's though. Like sushi, then. It's Fine. like, it's Ooh, like baby, human. I like it raw. It's like human sushi. <laughs> you guys still <laughs> can we add beans to it? No, absolutely not. All right. Can absolutely. We, can we roll not. it in a sushi roll? Absolutely not. No, it is straight up. Just can we dangle it and then eat it slowly? Yes. Right. <laughs> <laughs> trying to get you to say yes to something. <laughs> that we will accept. Uh, <laughs> I guess I'm still doing flesh. But I'm not flesh. happy anymore. I'm doing flesh. <laughs> I'm doing flesh too. <laughs> hey, we're all doing flesh. Uh, yeah. All right. All right. Would you rather? This one's. This is a little twisted. All right. Aren't they all? This one's a, all right. Would you rather be buried alive in a coffin with extremely hungry rats, or and we're talking six feet deep, Denny's, or uh, all right, not a shallow grave. You know what? For this, we'll make it three feet deep, so there's a chance you maybe. You can hear sound from You can maybe me. try to wiggle. There's a chance you could try. Or wake up in bed with both of your parents' severed heads. Oh, my God. 
<laughs> I, I didn't mean to gasp. <laughs> Denny's. That's terrible. It's terrible. The terrible scenario. You're buried alive, and there's, 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 a, there's a chance of definitely death, obviously, and it's death by suffocation and rat. Or you wake up. It's got to be, I'll, I'll answer first, without a doubt, coffin. I can't wake up with my parents' yeah. hands. Don't I'm going coffin because even though it might be a slim chance, I'm giving myself hope that I can get out. And I'm glad you said that because there is no three feet. It's eight feet. There is no hope. <laughs> what is even deeper? What do you go with? Eight feet? Yeah. I think I'm still going. Uh, okay. I'm getting yeah, out. Yeah, me too. Vicky. I got a lot of grit. Well, both of my parents are already deceased, so I'm going to go with the severed heads. Whoa, twist! You got... And they're already gone. You got, yeah. So you got buried heads. Well... That's they easier. were both cremated. Oh, but. shit. Fuck. <laughs> All right. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for bringing down the room. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Would you rather? <laughs> brings out, it brings out a fucking. That's a great a Twisted side. Well, y'all, thank you for hanging out with us. I know we went long. I hope you guys enjoyed it. We are doing our local artists. Y'all know this is a very passionate thing for me. I want to highlight local musicians that write their own music. If you are a local musician, please send me your shit. The best way to to, to get to me, uh, Jason KVJ on Instagram. Let me know. Send me a link. Uh, YouTube, uh, preferably, if, if not, uh, send me what you got. Original music. You need to write it or be a part of the writing process. I don't want covers. People keep sending me covers. They sound great, and I think y'all rock it, but I really want to highlight original music that no one's heard. And they, you know, I think that's cool. No, no yeah, one's doing that's that. Fantastic. Yeah, definitely. Uh, this week, we are going to do a little country, y'all. Well. Have we done country yet? No. Uh oh. Next week we're doing rap. I got a rap submission. Nice. So we got country this week. Rap. I don't give a shit what you play. And if you've sent me something and it has not been heard yet, keep just keep sending it to me. I'm getting a lot of submissions right now. Some stuff I can't play. People, are, you know, I, I can't play anything with the N-word in it, guys. I just can't. You can't do it. Uh, I can't play anything that is so next level where I'm going to get heat. That's fair. Yeah. So yeah, just make I mean, sure you're sending me shit I can play, please. Yeah. Uh, I, I want to highlight local song art, uh, songwriters, so send mm. me your shit. This week, we've got country artist Jordan Oaks and Virginia. Someone sent Virginia a message about this cat. I guess he's uh, a good-looking guy. She goes, oh, he's good-looking. She did say that. He plays country. I know. Objectifying our artist, which we do not <laughs> condone here. Yeah, I made that mistake. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Virginia's making that mistake too. Virginia don't give a fuck. But yeah, uh, this is doesn't. this is Jordan Oaks. Uh, the song is called "Love Don't Walk That Easy." Uh, All right. Thank you guys for listening to the podcast. Send me your music, and let's get weird, y'all. We love you all. Bigfoot is real.
Say it's done 